This is Boring Conversation Anyway, a Star Wars podcast. Brought to you by the guys at FlyGuy.net and distracted by Star Wars, DBSW.net. This podcast is brought to you in part by BigBadToyStore.com, thousands of toys shipping worldwide. And also by Brian'sToys.com, Star Wars vintage and modern toys, games and collectibles. Make sure to check out to choose FlyGuy.net. And this is episode six. Hello, Mr. Whit. Not bad, not bad. I can't believe this is episode six. This is, uh, we've done our holy, uh, what do you call six episodes? Uh, it's not a quadrilogy. That's four. So it's not Quinn. I don't hex. know. But uh, we've. It's a hex or something. We've, we've done one for hex, hexology. We've done one for every, is that not eight? Oh, no. Yeah. We've done six episodes so far. And, um, we've actually done seven. Yes, we did right. that episode zero. Seven, <laughs> I know, eight. I know. But yeah. it was just a test. It didn't count. It didn't count. <laughs> Cool. Well, here we go. Another episode. Uh, toys and news and all sorts of stuff from around the Star Wars world. And um, in the news this week, a few things uh, are around. Uh, but uh, one of the ones that uh, – well, one of the ones I just saw, just literally, and it's not – if you've been hiding under a rock, uh, you've maybe not heard that uh, Star Wars has come into Blu-ray. But we got a release date of September 26th, I think. Um, still no announcement. Okay, because I, yeah, I was yeah, just yeah. listening to the latest forecast, and they were saying it was still hadn't been confirmed. But yeah, there were a couple of dates for yeah. But September, I, I know just, for sure. So. Yeah, exactly. I, I didn't see the big need to post about it. A lot of people posted, but uh, and I thought, but yeah, yeah. it's they have a date. Um, I'm getting more and more excited about these things. Actually, there's uh, lots of uh, speculation about what's going to be involved in them. The special features and special features. I have the second. I mean. You could very easily have the original cuts of the movies in that 30 hours. That's what um, the Forcecast was saying. They were mentioning that the previous versions of... Uh, sorry, September 27th, my apologies. Um, they were saying in the, the, the recent uh, Forcecast that the previous versions of Star Wars or some other version of Star Wars or the commentary or something was included in the, the hours of the special feature. So it was a little bit of a cheat. But... Um, Hey, what the hell? It's Star Wars. Oh, yeah. Who cares? Yeah, yeah, We're totally. going to get something. So, uh, and it's blurry. High def lost. So I'm looking forward to that one. But um, otherwise, news, uh, the only other things that I've got, it's fairly quiet-ish, but um, the main thing was a couple of pictures this week came up uh, on uh, viasandtroopers.com. One of the guys here in the forum, Commander Phoenix, seems to be getting a lot of stuff from China. Um and I know you're not a huge Clone Wars figures person, although you may be changing, but uh, a couple of figures, El Les and Barris Ophi. Did you get a I chance see to the see pictures, them? Yeah, or? I like the Barris Ophi one. I mean, she's she's another one of those Jedi that you she's know is cool. generic enough and stylized enough that I think she'd fit in with some of the legacy dioramas I like to do. It's interesting. The um, It's only when you look close up, the Barris Ophi has a, a, a kind of fabric, almost leather-like dress mm-hmm. or cape thing to it. Um this is something I've noticed recently with the Hasbro figures. The Gamma Rain Guard was the first one we've seen with this real kind of yeah. fur, as far as I know. And then there was Woof, was one of the ones from the Vintage Collection, and he comes yeah, with his own little really sheet. Nice. That one's a great sheared one. Sheared Yeah. Yes. I can't believe we're talking about fabrics here. This is uh, like, you know, oh, hey, check I went, those I went Star Wars I can talk about crazy. this kind of stuff. No. <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, yeah, it's... I think Hasbro are really experimenting with this stuff. Even the capes, the uh, the Jedi robes and capes have been. Um, I keep saying capes yeah. as if it's like Batman, but uh, the robes Palpatine. are um, the cuts again. Yeah, nice Emperor one. Palpatine. Yeah, with the little these 
velvety cushiony thing. And, and did, yeah, didn't you see in one of your reviews recently that that new Django Fett has a really nice? Uh, his poncho is really it's, nice fabric versus indeed. what they had on the old one, which wasn't bad. I mean, I have a couple of those floating around and I use them, but I'm looking forward to that new one. Yep. They're definitely doing something. They're really trying to experiment, I think, with stuff they, they hadn't before. You used to get those daft robes, just, you <laughs> yeah. know, stupid, like, you know, no matter what you did, they just looked really crazy, mm-hmm. but uh, they're getting much better. But yeah, the Bada Sophie looks particularly good, and she comes with all these Clone Wars worms, which... Uh, uh, there seems a lot in the picture, but um, hey, it's an un- that's probably one of the most unusual accessories I've ever seen in a Star Wars figure. And I was going to ask you if you could think, because I couldn't. Is that the weirdest Star Wars accessory we've ever oh, had? I doubt that. I, I doubt it. I, <laughs> I don't know. I mean, these I, I'm looking at them right at the moment, and they totally remind me of the little orange snake that came with the vintage Yoda way back in the day. That's true. But, uh, that's true. Now, there's been weirder just... props, I'm sure. See, I thought that too, and I'm thinking, I'm sure, but then I thought, yeah, I, I can't think of any. <laughs> you've had, um, you've had a man, a man, that guy from Jabba's uh-huh. Palace. You had the skulls. Um, I'm kind of on this quest now to find the weirdest, oddest accessory that comes with a Star Wars wanted, figure. Uh, um, from Episode One, where Jar Jar like takes his tongue and grabs the frog thing, then the guy, the big ugly guy, asks him if he's going to pay for that, and the frog flies off. They sell that big ugly guy, the shopkeeper. And he comes with those little frogs. But, hey, Gar- uh, I don't know. Um, <clears throat> okay, that could be one of the weirdest. But it's up there. Okay. No, you're definitely okay. right. Those worms I'm are t- kind of weird. But that, that was a cool episode. I did like the zombie <laughs> factor, and they, they brought it in without being too cheesy, I thought. Oh, no, definitely. It was particularly weird. That was really well done. And the other guy was El Les, who's a bounty hunter who appears at the beginning of the season three opener on Camino. And the first thing that struck me was he really looks like one of the uh, aliens from mm-hmm. the A New Hope Cantina. Um, I don't know whether he's one of the guys that was chopped in the recent versions, the DVD versions in, uh, in the past couple of years. But, yeah, it looks like a, a, a one of those kind of uh, Cantina That's what I was hoping because they did but, make um, a figure of that guy, but he's hard to find. And so I was thinking I might be able to pick up this Clone Wars figure for that purpose. Yeah, but he's, cut, yeah, yeah, he's yeah. a little too stylized. He's a real kind of squared off Clone Wars kind of head. Um, sure. Uh, yeah. <laughs> cool. The other one we had was, uh, we've had all this crazy kind of stuff uh, with releases of the Vintage Wave. And uh, again, if nobody doesn't know the Wave 3 that hit America, it really uh, was in limited quantities and seemed to be in very limited quantity and is yet to appear in a lot of countries across the world. So that's the Return of the Jedi, the Gamorrean Guard, uh, with uh, Luke Skywalker and all these other cool, probably one of the best range of figures I've ever seen uh, from Hasbro in a long, long time. Um, and that was um, someone in uh, Hasbro had forgotten to order that in Australia, and there was a whole uproar. And uh, Anyway, turns out we're getting this back. We're going to get this wave eventually now in April, so they apologized, and that's coming. But uh, at the same time, uh, we managed to get wave four, and we've talked about these. This is... Uh, uh, Mace Windu and Kit and Django we were just talking about. So so they've arrived, and I think they're now also yeah, turning up in the Yeah, they've been spotted targets and things. Uh, so that's, yeah, so that's Wave 4, my apologies. But now there's also Wave 5 turning up, um, which is this Luke Skywalker from the Death Star, uh, Han Solo with his medal from A New Hope, um, R5-D4, and my brain has gone blank. Commander Gree, right. which is a kind of weird addition. In the Yatilba clone Hope. or whatever he is, the orange one. Yeah. That's right, that's right. So um, have you had a chance to see uh, that? I was looking look? at the pictures of it, um, and, and uh, 
it was funny. I think the, I think it was on yakface.com and the one that they had gotten didn't have eyebrows. Uh, Me too. And so I, I hope they paint the eyebrows on there. <laughs> uh, it looks like a cool figure. The head sculpt's a little off for me but i usually end up doing like a head swap with luke's anyway i've got i've got so many luke's that and all of their heads kind of fit on each yep. other uh but yeah it, it looks pretty cool i like the little comlink accessory that he's got um um yeah me too it's uh it's exactly the same thoughts i had was um good looking design for the figure but the head sculpt he has that kind of shiny plastic this is kind of weird, but it's almost like a blow-up doll, like a really not realistic-looking face at all. The plastic yeah, weird so and too. kind of... Um, uh, it's a little bit off. But uh, but Han, unfortunately, looks like he's got the same big fat head as yeah. he does from that yeah. horrible Stormtrooper version. And a lot of people had, pointed out so, that uh, his shirt isn't buttoned yeah. up and his sleeves are still rolled up. Because like in, and even on the card back that they show, he has long sleeves that go to his wrists and his shirt is buttoned up. And yet the Han Solo, they're just recycling that old body, which is still my favorite Han Solo body, but it's it's not screen accurate. Yeah, yeah why I is use a crappy, crappy head? head? That was bad. Uh-huh. Um, <clears throat> I, you could have forgiven them if they just put that vintage original trilogy collection hand back yeah, in the packet and stuck happier. a medal. Yeah. I'd have been happy. <laughs> I'd have been happy. But, um, Instead, you get another kit-bashed weird... I don't know. It's things like this that spoil the vintage lane for me. And I know a lot of people complain and say, oh, look, you know, we're getting figures and card backs and we love them. But yeah, you know, never mind. And uh, it's a bit of a disappointing kind of weird wave in some ways. I think they've really done a kit-bash on this one because Gree is just... Gree is just Gree. He's the same Gree pretty yeah, much from the, the previous release. And the R5-D4, uh, no he's just the Build-A-Droid. It's repainted. Yeah, and I just He's completed a couple droid. of those droids. I mean, I uh, have three uh, of that. I have two of the purple one and one of the orange one, and they're great little droids. But I, you know, it's the vintage collection. I mean, make him cool. Make his little motivator thing absolutely. pop out or something like that. I mean, oh well. Exactly. So yeah, it's a bit of a yeah, it's a bit of a kind of wave. Hasbro always seem to have one of those waves a year where they just they have an awesome wave, a really mm-hmm. quite excellent wave. And then all the other waves are kind of mediocre, and, and there's always one that's mm-hmm. kept bashed and stuck together. But, uh, yeah, never mind. I'll probably end up buying, like, a sad get on some of them. So, um, um, the other news was um, Liam Neeson's going to appear in the Clone Wars, and this news went oh, it viral went crazy. everywhere. Yeah, I, 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 you, yeah, I saw, saw it everywhere. one second, and as soon as I turned around, it was everywhere. Um, but, yeah, I mean, that's the, that's the biggest star they've had. I mean, not that to belittle any of the other stars they have on the show, but, I mean, Liam Neeson's definitely the big ticket person they've had uh, absolutely uh, it's funny my wife and I were watching the last uh, part of that trilogy of the Night Sisters just last night and uh, and she said to me why did they kill off the Phantom <laughs> Menace <laughs> and I said you know that's a really good question and um, I said don't worry honey I think they're regretting it and they're going to catch up and do something I said here's one of them already so yeah. uh, in Liam Neeson so yeah, so, back in but line. he's. I have a little continuity thing, and I want to see how they're going to work it out because I just watched Revenge of the Sith like within the last week or so, and uh, you know that scene at the end where the babies are just born and Obi Wan and Yoda are about to go on their way, and Yoda's like, "Wait, I have one more uh, lesson for you, or whatever," and uh, and he talks about how the you know an old friend has come back to talk to, him. and so exactly. if he's going to hang out for with Obi Wan for a couple episodes, are we like? Does that kind of break that continuity, or are they going to fix it somehow? I don't know. That's exactly what I said. It's kind of when you see the clip um, 
on the Clone Wars, he yeah he he sees the the, the image of uh, of Qui Gon, which by the way we're so oh, going to get a yeah, figure no doubt. for. It's just you know just in the bag. You're getting one whether you like it or not. And um, but yeah, it kind of really ruins that episode three. That end. I mean, his face. It's one of the the points in the film where uh, Hugh McGregor's uh, an okay actor as far as I'm concerned, but that one point. We kind of just looks too overexcited at the end of episode three. <laughs> Master Qui Gon, you know it's, it's you know he's trapped in the whale, lassie. It's just a little bit kind of too. Or something like yeah. from episode one. <laughs> but uh, yeah, it just doesn't kind of fit now. I don't know, but uh, maybe they'll do some continuity, as you yeah. see. But it seems odd. So, but uh, yeah, so Liam Neeson Clone Wars. So um, the episodes, I think, the quality of the episodes certainly with this, um, and I don't want to spoil it, but the news is out there. If you haven't seen it, don't even look at the internet because there's a couple of spoilers about la- you know the last couple of nights episode uh, where um, yeah, you, you're going to be spoiled <laughs> if you look around Monday the web. I so. go looking for Clone Wars stuff. If I missed it on Friday night um, uh, on TV, I wait for Monday because then they post it up on. Uh, StarWars.com. The post that, yeah, yeah. Star and I don't get it in HD, but I sit down Monday morning with a bowl of cereal and a cup of coffee and watch it on the on my computer monitor here, and it, it's fine. Quite right. But it's a good show, and I think one of the things without spoiling it is um, Asajj Ventress is kick-ass in this episode. Just the acting, the face uh, sculpting, and the way they've done it from uh, uh, Jamie King. It's not Jamie King's voice. No, I can't remember the actress's name offhand, but... Um, is it Jim? No, no, no. It's um, no, no. It's not Jimmy King. Oh, She's right, Oda right. Singh. Um, uh, Nika Butterman, or you know, we can't remember her name offhand, but uh, she's just brilliant. The episode is just so well done, and um, one of the highlights for me was just was the couple of scenes that she was in. Really, really well done. Um, other news. Oh, I was going to say, yeah, sorry, I'm looking forward to that episode Monday morning, but. Uh... Yes, the first two, the first two were good. good. They definitely built up. I love the ending of the second episode, uh, Monsters. That one was called. Yeah, where where yeah, what's his yeah. name makes his first entrance and does his first mission successfully. I mean, most people are saying, "Oh, it makes up for the you know the T episodes," and well, you know that was nearly nearly eight solid episodes of just meh. So uh, uh, I, I kind of really need to see another 10 episodes of uh, like the quality we've been seeing to really make up for that season three, because otherwise season three is just a fast forward all the way through to yeah. episode 10 and so start they, watching uh, there. Cause the Force cast made a great really? point the other day when they were talking to Dave Filoni. Um, and for folks out there, it was a good interview. I'd go back a couple episodes on the Force cast and check it out if you missed it. Um, but they made a good point of all of that political drama that we went through in the first half of the season why couldn't they have done that as one of those little shorts that they do at the beginning of an episode you know how they do the little like news report uh um how they do that i mean they could have done all of that stuff and been like intrigue in the senate and and a couple of cut scenes and then it goes into (laughs) the space battle or lightsaber battle that we all want to see or you know commandos like dropping in behind enemy lines kind of stuff i want to see that kind of stuff no, I know. Me too. Me too. I think lately, I guess they've got to experiment too. They've got to go through and see what works and what doesn't. But I suppose it's only really, I mean, the first two episodes of season three were particularly good. I think that was set in Camino. That was pretty action packed mm-hmm. and quite different. But yeah, from kind of two, I think up to 10 was, you know, the CPU with C3PO can count episodes and the T was just like, you know, painful painful stuff so it's only eight episodes that we've probably all had an issue yeah. with um so, you know, even dave filoni you know, in total what's that three three hours you know, he even admitted to it 
Um, yeah. Um, but I, uh, totally. I do want to take a second here, and I think you totally agree with me on this, because it sounds like we've been kind of bashing Hasbro and Cartoon Network and the Clone Wars. And uh, we're just we're just being critical, folks. We, <laughs> I love Hasbro. I love watching Clone Wars on Cartoon Absolutely. Network. I mean, I, you know, having Star Wars out there is awesome. But at the same time, I love to play devil's advocate and be a little critical. Um, and I think by doing this and putting our voices out there, who knows, maybe Hasbro might hear something that we have to say, or who knows, you know, we'll get better figures in the future out of it, maybe. <laughs> Did the, the Hasbro would only have to look around you and my room and our websites. And <laughs> they they got us by the balls. They, <laughs> for lack of a better we are, we, they do, they do. Uh, for life, I think. Um, plastic addiction is, is what they have us for. But uh, talking of which, um, can, some kind of rumors that seem to have been confirmed slightly by a, a post that it was on Rebel Scum um, from an article, I think, coming up uh, for Toy Fear. Seem to cause a bit of fuss that this year's um, kind of big Millennium Falcon vehicle was going to be this Republic shuttle, the new class uh, yeah, shuttle. Did you, you see uh, that? You had talked about that at one point too, um, and I'm I'm kind of excited for that. I mean, that's yeah. I love that ship. It's uh, it's one that appears in that this uh, final Night Sisters trilogy episode where the Delta Squad, which was another highlight of this episode, you'll get to see briefly, is the and again, clone, huge fan, clone fan, but these guys from Karen Travis's novels, Republic Commando, appear in the uh, uh, Clone Wars cartoon. So again, Hasbro, bring those figures, and um, they just look super cool. And they come out the front of this big ship, and it's uh, so buying that vehicle. Absolutely love the design and the style on it. Loved it since yeah. I first saw it. Bought it in Lego. Awesome ship. So really looking forward to it. But um, there was also rumors there were of a rumors sand of that. The other, point. the other rumor that I've Did been you... hearing recently that sounds a little more accurate is that uh, that they're kind of speculating that they're going to repaint that Slave One, uh, Boba Fett style, Empire Strikes Back, and maybe sell mm. a set with that this year um, as the like the secondary big ship for this year. Everybody wants the sand crawler, yep. and uh, and I think and the biggest argument I've heard against it is that it just it doesn't have any guns, you know. This is Star Wars. They got to sell. If they're going to do a big vehicle, it's got to be like a big military vehicle of sorts. You know, it's got to have firing missiles and stuff. Um, and yep. you can't really do that with a sand crawler. It, you know, it's too bad. <laughs> they they could do one of those things they've been doing recently, where they could kind of like pimp it out, pimp my raid, and the pimp my sand crawler, and you'll have lots of. Attachments that you get a firing rocket missiles, but then you can take them off for the vintage collectors. Totally, so totally. you could do it, but uh, I don't know. Does everybody want a sand crawler? I'm kind of on I the think fence it would be cool. on that one, At the same um, time, it's something I've seen some cool it, props or I've seen people build like it's kind of a background for a diorama. It's not the whole true, thing, it's like true. half of it kind of. It's up against a wall. And I've always kind of wanted to do that. Um, yeah. Uh, route um i've heard other people talk about a ship that they want which i would really love to see would be like java sail barge um because you could almost do that in scale um because it's not you know i mean java only takes up like you know the top quarter of that thing you know i mean it's you don't have to make it huge it wouldn't be much bigger it'd be a little millennium falcon um it'd be like that one of those tanks like the at or atte or the roller tank thing yeah 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 yeah, turbo tank. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, you're right. It's it's roughly that same kind of size, and it would fit. I mean, there's nothing much in the sail barge. I remember looking at one of those um, really cool books that kind of uh, cutaway of ships and vehicles, and yeah, there's not much yeah. inside uh, no, Java's sail barge anyway. Yeah. It's um, 
He's a big yeah. fat slug. He's got like he one throne room, room and there's a couple so, other yeah. little maintenance rooms and a kitchen and a couple of quarters and then like the engine rooms. Um, you know, and then it would be cool to get that because like, you know, they gave out that there was like a gun that came with a sail barge guard a couple of years ago um, that's supposed to clip onto mm. like in the movie. He clips it onto the side. That's right. Start shooting at everybody. Right. Um, you know, and if you got the sail barge, you know, you make the railing so that that fits on there. I think it'd be pretty cool. Yeah, I think that's definitely one that could work. Um, given that we've seen Jabba in the Clone Wars, it's true. The sail barges uh, in the Clone Wars in, uh, too. Uh, the, yeah, exactly. So um, there's every chance that that could happen. I don't think we've seen a sand crawler. Yeah, in the I, Wars, I bet they but, did uh, have yeah, one. No reason why they could. Pretty sure I may have seen one in the past. I know they had them in uh, Episode Two because I just watched that again recently, and there's a really it's a really great shot. I mean, they showed it during That's the trailer, true. and I, I love that shot where Anakin's looking for his mom, and he, there's a it's like mm. silhouetted. There's a night sky with two sand crawlers, and the doors open. It's a beautiful shot. I wish they'd shown more That's of right. that, but <laughs> it is. That was a kind of uh, a hark back mm. to a beautiful old Ralph McQuarrie painting where yeah, uh, it's Jawa Market Day, and they had the kind of the, the backs of those vehicles down and. I always remember that image as well, but yeah, it's beautiful. So yeah, I'd look, I'd love another big vehicle. Um, I think like you, um, I'm kind of uh, ever since you did your uh, weathering of your your Falcon and a few others, um, I've been pining after this thing. Especially when I see posts people telling in the US that it's a twenty four ninety five in Target for a big Millennium Falcon. I heard that. I've never seen that. I would love to see that. I'd buy another one. <laughs> but uh, twenty four ninety five. I, I tell you, you guys in Target, Target in the U.S. Yeah. Man, do they discount? Uh, in the Australia, they just they never discount. They're they're really pretty bad. I don't I don't see it. I hear about it, but I never see it. I never see these markdown prices like the you know that Empire Strikes Back twelve figure set or nine figure set. People are getting it for like nine seventy eight or something these days. And I'm like, what the heck? I mean, I never see those deals. I went to Target the other day at like 10 in the morning because I had to do some grocery shopping. And I stopped by there to pick up paper towels and cat litter of all things. <laughs> but uh, I was like, I'll just go by the toy aisle real quick. And they had stuff, but they didn't have none of the bargains. You know, no discounts. Okay. None of the bargains that everybody talks about. That's a little reassuring. They did have a vintage TIE Fighter. That was the first time I saw one of the vintage TIE Fighter boxes on the yeah. shelf. Uh, and I've heard people talking about boxes, and I've seen the ad at Walker. And they, I mean, these are just gorgeous. I mean, I, I, I don't collect things for the package. I just threw away a bunch of packages the other day. My neighbors probably opened the recycling. And went, holy shit, what happened here? <laughs> uh, but, uh, uh, but uh, I would buy this one just to keep it in the box, kind of thing. It's cool looking. Absolutely, it's a display. Absolutely. Um, so big vehicles aside, the only other kind of news and other things uh, around that I had or saw this week was um, Rebel Scum did a really, really good article on, um, well, I just called it with the real Boba Fett, please stand up. Just They showcased every Boba Fett from the uh, very beginning all the way through to the most recent Clone Wars version of him. And just a really good article. It was one that um, if you haven't seen, well worth checking out. Um, they'd done a good uh, review, every image of every figure. I think bar one they'd missed off, someone pointed out. But it just reminded you how many Boba Fetts, and I think I bought every one of them. Um, <laughs> it's just so sad. I am so sad. But um, Well, then you have the 30 and 40 other ones that come from different vendors that they didn't even mention. No, that was a good article. I, I, I skimmed over it, and I have it bookmarked. I was going to come back I to it. I know, it's one of those. I, I do like... But it showed again. One of my favorites. What's your favorite fit out of the lot? Is there one that you've always had that you've liked? Um, I mean, I really like the the sculpt that they're using these yeah, days. Yeah, it's yeah, like yeah. Out on the, I, I wish the helmet was a little wider. Um, wasn't like the skinny helmet that it has. 
but for the most part, I mean, all in all, I, I like that FET. Um, I, I have two of them right now, and I I super glued the backpack on one of them yeah, because it just falls off. off too easily. But yeah, that, that that's my favorite FET that's available. Um, you and I have both mentioned that guy, Dark Lord something something on rebelscum.com, who's the building the better oh, FET yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. thread. And I keep checking that thread every few days for the updates that he posts. And he's getting closer and closer. And the scourge of the internet, he, some guy was trolling him on that thread for a while. You know, I kept getting excited because I'd see that there were new posts on it. And I go and look, and it's two pages of people yelling at this troll that was picking on the guy. Oh, uh, and I, I hate that stuff on the internet. I mean, that's. I mean, you have a YouTube channel. Do you get? And I meant to ask uh, Sith Lord about this a couple weeks ago. Do you get just? stupid comments i have had uh, um oh my god the comments the, the volume i've had but you know what i have ne- I've, I've had one single negative comment and he wasn't even negative um just yeah. one guy i think one day i think just at the very beginning just nerd that was it i thought that's it <laughs> that's the best you've got to give me and i've heard about the youtube vicious comments and the you know, oh, it's horrible because I've got a couple of videos that aren't Star Wars related, and one of them is like a little skateboard video with my brother's feet on a little mini board or something. And I've got the worst, horrible comments about my brother's toes, and it's like, <laughs> I mean, just rude. And and I've seen, and then I've seen when people actually get mean to other people, and I'll, oh, yeah, I've seen yeah, threads yeah. or people have highlighted it on you know Reddit or something like that. They show off a thread that got out of hand, and sometimes they just. It is totally off subject, but I mean, it just reminds me of like bathroom scrawlings on a stall. Yeah. I mean, just like, just, uh, just, I don't know. Yay, internet. I know, I know. <laughs> it's you're right. It's I, certainly I, I'm absolutely blessed by by really cool people um, who. I think even that guy that said nerd, I hadn't even had a chance to respond to him, and everybody just jumped on him. You know, they, they just jumped on him, and I'm oh, like, no. guys, leave him. Don't worry about it. And you just disappear. You know, but uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. They're, they're really. Well, that's something that's pretty cool about a Star Wars community, though. I mean, and that, I mean, and not all, it's not just Star Wars, but I mean, that the thing with uh, the little sure. girl Katie who got bullied at school recently and the way the Star Wars community came up behind that, I mean, it's, you know, I mean, I, I, I think we're, we're, we're this, the, in together. life there's always one decade somewhere that really ruins it and kind of, you know, uh, but yeah, thankfully there is, there's a bit of a community at, at large that at least rally around and yeah that was phenomenal the response to that little girl katie i think she's a little girl she's very cute and young who wouldn't want to get the bully back for being you know mm-hmm. such an idiot in the first place but uh and yeah yay star wars enough of this um you know people are no longer if you're a geek and a nerd it's completely cool and chic in fact the amount of people that want to be geeks and nerds girls even these days really want to be and show they're kind of geek them it's it's fantastic you're even getting people you're getting posers these days that are like because it's cool to be geek and you get people that are like you know <laughs> oh, i've always been a geek you know they just started reading comic books you know they haven't even read a first comic book they bought a couple so they have oh. them in their backpack or i don't know i i've heard people complaining about that so i thought that was pretty funny i was absolutely. like wow the geeks, geeks are cool, geeks are cool. um you had a couple of posts i absolutely adored and if anyone on this podcast listening has not seen uh, uh, what's uh, uh, website for goodness sake go and uh, definitely check out one of the ones he had this week which was a uh, lego slave one as an iron it just <laughs> me up. I, yeah <laughs> i i added the comment i don't normally add comments but i saw this in my Flickr feed because i subscribed to him his name is uh, pedro vizzini and uh 
Um, and he just took this wacky picture of a Lego Slate One using it as an iron. He's wearing a Star Wars shirt and he's ironing another black shirt with it. And I just added the caption that said, Pedro demonstrates how not to use the Lego Slate <laughs> One. But I've had people, I think somebody left a comment that says that they need to build this. Yeah, Jamie. And uh, I think Jamie is actually one of our podcast listeners. Oh, awesome. Hello, um, Jamie. Yeah, he's on, yeah, he's on, uh, he's on Facebook. Uh, oh, he's, he's okay. Those comments. Okay. Jamie, oh, Jamie Dahl, yeah, I yeah, yeah, Jamie. Is... Dahl, I didn't realize it was the same guy. Okay, cool. Yeah, I'm, I'm pretty sure that's him who left the comment on that's the right. post. It says that they need to make one of these, and I, I already have an iron, but I would buy another iron if it looked like Slave Absolutely. One. Absolutely. Oh my god. Yeah, it was just I loved it. We have a Darth Vader toaster. Why can't we have a Slave One iron? <laughs> <laughs> Do you know what the re- Lucasfilm is licensing stuff? It'll come. You know, you have, oh, you know, yeah. as you see, toasters. We have Wumpa sleeping bags. You know, it doesn't take long for these things to come. <laughs> Chopsticks, everything. Yeah. Um, you know, we've had little kids' underwear in the past. You know, we've had Star Wars toilet paper. You know, that there, there is no limit to uh, Lucasfilm licensing. But um, you also posted something else, um, a Luke video, and um, there's a DJ called DJ Pogo who's really probably the most well known for taking audio and chopping up and mixing around to make. Um, mm-hmm. Beautiful music. One of the ones that sticks in my mind is Up. He did Disney's Up film. And it really the got a lot of... The Alice in Wonderland yeah, yeah. is really Alice good, too. Yeah. too. Yeah, of course. But this is someone yeah. different. This is a... Yeah, his, uh, his name is Danumi. Or, no, I'm sorry. Uh, Denumo. Um, and I was looking around, and he does a bunch of this. Uh, he's inspired by, and I'm sure Pogo is as well, by uh, groups like Prefuse 73. Okay. I know that. Um, I say groups, it's, you know, actually one or two guys at the most, probably. Um, and they do that. They just chop up audio and just resequence it. And it almost sounds like you're switching the radio dial or something back and forth. But And at first it sounds like gibberish, but it, it comes in and it just makes this really beautiful sort of pretty uh, movie. Mm. Um, yeah, and it was, the video's called Luke. And it's a, you're saying, it's just this remix of all chopped up documents from A New Hope. And uh, you get the chorus in the background of Star Wars. Uh, and it's, you know, Luke and C-3B and talking. Uh, yeah, that was a good video. I, I like that one. Um, unfortunately, the Tumblr community does not like videos. Mm. That one only got like, you know, five notes. Uh, really? I think it deserved a lot. Yeah, oh, yeah, totally. They don't now, like Tumblr's videos? weird. If you, they, if you, pictures, I can, I can post yeah, a picture. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And if it's a halfway decent picture, I'll get a hundred notes on Tumblr in no time at all. I mean, with just with the audience I have these days. Um, and that video, I mean, 35 notes the most, uh, you know, videos or audio, uh, unless it's something completely viral, it's not going to get that much attention. But pictures, um, and I think you and I were talking about this earlier, mm. how pictures on Tumblr, you can just, it, it, it's just this instant gratification. Absolutely. Of like, pretty picture. Ooh, pretty picture. Ooh, pretty picture. <laughs> you know, like, like that Repeat. family guy with James Woods, you know, ooh, a piece of candy. Ooh, a piece of candy. Ooh, a piece of candy. <laughs> I love that. Oh, <laughs> so good. You're right, though. It's definitely uh, a visual. It's, yeah, they're very like, you know, next piece of candy. Yeah, definitely. Um, there, there were a couple other good things. I mean, I'll just name off a couple real quick. The uh, January 18th, uh, there was the Charlie Brown Snoopy. I don't know if you saw I that did, one. I did. Um, it's taken a statue of Charlie Brown and made it into Luke on Dagobah. And you've got Snoopy sitting behind him with a little R2-D2 hat. Um, there, was a, there was a really beautiful set of photographs um, that this guy did. I saw them on Flickr. It's this guy, Artman Azarian. And uh, and it's the Empire's invasion of Minsk, and it's just a really foggy morning with these sure. buildings and a little gray, and he has like Republic gunships coming in, and he has an Adat Walker walking on one of them, and he has a Star Destroyer off on the horizon. Um, some really beautiful photos. This is a different artist to the French guy who posted those. Um... Yeah. yeah, 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 yeah. Same same style, same, same style. sort of thing. 
sort of like the guy here in San Francisco who did the ones of the Star Destroyer or over the Golden Gate yeah. Bridge and the Bay Bridge and things. Um, you know, I, I love that stuff. I mean, you just you see it. And I think there's even, I think there's a website called StarWarsInRealLife.com or something like that. And they have a lot of old, they've actually written articles to go with the pictures. And they talk about how, like, bounty hunters were hired to fight against the Germans in World War II. They have, you know, all these soldiers lined up. And then you see, like, Greedo standing in the background. That's and true. Dengar off to the side. And they have, like, Adat walkers coming down the street. It's some really cool Photoshop work. And I, I, you know, I'd love to do that kind of stuff. But mm. I'm just lazy. Too busy talking to you about toys. Absolutely. Absolutely. <laughs> um, one of the other ones, uh, and this ties in a little bit with stuff we'll talk about with toys and stuff later on, but um, one of your other posts, and it's just an animated gif, but man, she's hot. Uh, <laughs> Miss Vader. I know. Um, yeah. And talking about geeks and stuff, she's just this beautiful girly geek, and she has on a, a Darth Vader helmet, and she takes it off, and she's just super cute. She's really nice. Oh, she is. So, um, geek too. I mean, I was looking through her blog, and she's you know just finished <clears throat> watching season four of Dexter, and you know I'm halfway through season four of Dexter. I mean, she's you know same page as all the rest of us, and uh, as you said, you know completely adorable. I mean, you know, I think there were a couple of marriage proposals to her on the comment of my on the comments of my. <laughs> On the amount of messages she got over Tumblr after that, um, I can and I, I, I like doing that. I mean, that's one thing I do like about having the amount of followers I have on Tumblr, and I do a lot of reblogs because it gives a lot of other people attention. I think I like yep. I like showcasing stuff. You know, I'm not I'm not lazy, or I'm too lazy to to post up a bunch of my stuff, but I'll I'm more than happy to like show off the other Star Wars geeks that are out there. And with the audience I have, it it helps out a lot of people. You know, I, I get artists that are like. Oh my gosh! You know my Etsy store went. I sold out of everything this weekend because you post, posted one of my pictures, and I was like, wow, "That's awesome!" You know, I'm glad I could help out. Absolutely. Well, I mean, all we do is is, is pretty much showcase off a lot of Star Wars stuff. That's what we do. So, um, but she was really cool. I thought she was very, very cute. One other action figure related thing is uh, Siloff. Siloff. I don't know how you say his name. Dot com. Uh, he's the one who did like the steampunk custom Star Wars action figures. The yeah, Sam- your West stuff. Yeah. He just did the the West Wars series, and I thought it was an Ugnot at first. It's a little you know little short midget guy, um, but it's actually it's R two D two, and that <laughs> Obi Wan Kenobi and Han Solo and. Uh, uh, Boba Fett and Darth Vader, and he gave them all funny names, uh, very Western style names, and everybody should go check out his stuff and all of his old stuff too at uh, Siloff.com. It's S-I-L-L-O-F.com, and he's actually he's redoing the whole Star Wars movie in stop motion, uh, piece by piece. You know, there was wow. the Star Wars Uncut project where everybody did pieces of it. I did a couple of them. That's right. He's gone through and he's already up to. He's gotten past the part where Luke finds the message um, for the, you know, help me Obi-Wan Kenobi, you're my only hope. And he's been doing it in segments on YouTube uh, with his action figures. And it's uh, it's really cool. It's all, it's stop motion. It looks like he's converted a couple of them to puppets. And so, like, you know, he doesn't, some of it's actual video where R2-D2's head is actually turning. It's not stop motion because he's, his feet are off camera. The R2-D2's feet are off camera. So he's probably holding it, has a stick in it or something to turn the head. Um, Wow. Yeah, he's a he's a go getter, and he works with. Uh, I just found this out recently. Uh, he helps out with uh, nyubnyub dot com. Uh, you know the guy who does <laughs> dioramas um, and mm-hmm. big Hoth workshop diorama thing at uh, Celebration Five this year. Uh, Siloff works with him uh, on stuff. Uh, they he's helped him out in quite a couple of different celebrations now. Um, so yeah, props to that guy. There was um, something that's very much related to kind of fan uh, films and stuff was, 
I just posted literally last night. I just found out the guy who, and you and I briefly talked about this before. Uh, his name is Jamb Davdar. Uh, he's the guy who did Building Empire. I don't okay. know if you remember that documentary. Basically, this guy has done, he became famous for taking uh, all the making of documentary from The Empire Strikes Back, all the snippets of audio from interviews and audio mm -hmm. uh, from press and text and all sorts of different resources. Because um, there used to be many, many makings of and tons of documentaries around these Star Wars films all over the years. Yeah. And he's mashed and brought them all together. So one of the things you used to get in the Empire Wars, maybe alternative cut scenes that were rough, that were maybe shown in a documentary. And he'll get a commentary over the track from an interview from someone else and painstakingly pulled all this stuff together. So you see every single detail about Star Wars and all these facts you you didn't really know about. So that's buildingempire.blogs.com. But He's now finally finished his Star Wars version. He went back to try and do A New Hope. Um, he, I think he spent the, the the best part of a year on it and managed to lose a hard drive, and he nearly oh, lost no. a huge chunk of it. Exactly. The same thing happened to one of the other guys we've talked about before called Adi One, who's, who's done Star Wars and revisited it uh, in the past. But, that was but this guy's finally finished it. I was going to say that was what? an April Fool's Day joke with his. That was an April Fool's Day joke. Yes, that's, that's true. true. That's yeah. true. That's true. But uh, this guy genuinely did lose his hard drive and he's finally managed to piece it together. So um, the only problem is trying to get hold of it because uh, it's slightly illegal. Um, so, um, yeah, you're just going to have to hunt around for it, but it should be around. Well, I've seen his, yeah, in... the, the that Star Wars one, uh, what is it, Star Wars Begins, you said it's called? That's right, yeah. Yeah, yeah. and so because I, I clicked on your link and I'm looking at it now and I've seen his channel before because I've built a playlist of the building an empire building empire that's right and I've been meaning to go back and watch it because I mean it's I mean there's 10 12 parts 13 14 15 16 it just goes on and on and they're all like six minutes long of all these parts um and he's got returning to Jedi as well um there's a he's got a whole thing yeah there's a plethora of things I mean you could there's like a couple hours of information here I'm I'm gonna sing a YouTube playlist and <laughs> I might be watching the computer instead of the TV tonight. Absolutely. Well, this is it. It's up on YouTube, and he, he's put lots of pieces up. But in terms of a finely finished DVD with all the alternative uh, goodies, um, yeah, you can't get hold of that. But absolutely, you can watch some segments on YouTube, and I'll put one in the show notes. In fact, there's, there's one on the post I've done, um, and a, a trailer which just covers the majority of uh, the edits and stuff he's done. And mm -hmm. It's just for real geeks and nerds on Star Wars, and you want to know details and bloopers or turn angles, mm -hmm. you know, scenes they never finished. Oh, boy, this is just um, – it's an awesome-looking pile of stuff. So so check it out. Um, toy time, toy I time. think. Yeah. Long overdue. Uh, so, um, yeah, I think so. We've had some things in the mail. I did. We got uh, we got our, our box that you and I had ordered together together so I, I pulled my toys out of it um one of them is a birthday present for my nephew um it's funny i was just gonna like go grab it to like show it to the camera but you are the only one who can see the camera right now so <laughs> sorry folks um yeah but if you go back to my posts on wednesday there's a couple of pictures of me wearing it but uh, it's the hasbro boba fett helmet that they have out now in the stores and i also got the gun for it as well and this thing is awesome. I mean, it's just, I don't want to give it to my nephew, but I, I, I do. He doesn't know about it yet. His birthday was actually a couple weeks ago. I was waiting for it to come in the mail. Um, I told him he doesn't turn 10 until he actually gets his birthday present from me. So he's super excited. Um, I'm going to give it to him Wednesday when I go watch his basketball game. Um, 
Mm. But it's awesome. I mean, I was, uh, it, I have a large head. Uh, like I think I wear a seven and three eighths and the fitted caps. Um, and, uh, you know, I, I'm always worried if these toys are even going to fit me, uh, cause they're, they're made for kids mostly, <laughs> but they know that us 30 year old collectors are going to buy them as well. Um, and it fits, I can fit it over my big fat skull. And, uh, after wearing it for a few minutes and pushes around, pushes down on my ears a little bit. Um, and it's it's got sound effects. It doesn't change your voice. I was a little bummed that it doesn't change your voice, but it's got the flip down. Oh, I thought it did. Now it just does the it just does a couple of preset voices. Uh, but then you flip down the little visor and the or the the range finder and there's a little red light that blinks on that. Um, nice. You can't see out of it really well. Um, it's a uh, a little restrictive, but it has like a nice uh, like nose guard thing. Like on the inside of it, it almost looks like a like skiing goggles or something. Uh, on the inside of the helmet, it fits pretty well. Um, the gun is, you know, for for four. It what? Sorry, I was just going to say for, for a forty or fifty buck, whatever it cost. I don't know, thirty, forty bucks. Mm-hmm. It's you know, it's as good as it's a bloody good looking helmet. Yeah. It really is. Yeah. The detail and the kind of the dent and yeah, I was surprised how good it yeah, looks. The paint job uh, on it's pretty, pretty good. good. Um, the only thing that's mm. like not real movie accurate is the the size of the visor. You know, it's not that real skinny. One yeah, yeah, of course, that has. Of course. Um, but it, you know, the shape of it's pretty good. You know, I threw it on. I just took a couple of pictures in my bathroom mirror or whatnot with my iPhone, and uh, I was stoked. I was, you know, <laughs> dang, I gotta get one of these. You know, I haven't, I haven't worked up the nerve to like wear it down to the coffee shop or anything like that. I don't really know if I have to do that. I do want to borrow my buddy's. Uh, he got one of those Mark Echo uh, Bubble Fett hoodies a couple of years ago. Yeah. yeah. So I want to borrow that from him and maybe go walk the cool combi or something. I don't know. Take a couple pictures for the blog or something, but yeah, that that thing in nice. the gun. I mean, it's U.S. dollars for the two of them. It was seventy because I think the helmet is thirty and the gun is or no, the helmet is forty and the gun is seventy or no. I'm sorry, the gun is thirty, the helmet is forty. Seventy bucks for the both of them, uh, and it's it's a great deal. I'm giving it to my nephew. We're going to customize it. I think we're going to paint the gun to look a little more movie authentic, and we're going to build him some armor. And so next Halloween, uh, he's going to be the best. 10 year old Boba Fett out there, I think. Maybe I'll get him excited enough, and by the time he's in high school, we'll get him in the 501st. Oh, that's so cool. The um, I managed to pick up that gun as well. There was a sale on it, Toys R Us, over Christmas. The uh, Boba Fett rifle was on sale. And do you know what? I'd seen someone uh, post, maybe it was you, I can't remember, but um, the. Uh, well, look, go ahead and fire the um, the audio. Should pick up the, uh, the sound of the. So cool. Yeah, it's great. And the end lights up. It's really cool. But uh, someone had actually taken it. I can't remember, as I see you or someone else on Rebel Scum had um, posted. Uh, they'd taken that gun and they'd spray painted it mm-hmm. and done a really good job. So it's actually movie prop pretty accurate. Yeah. It's pretty yeah, close. Yeah. Uh, and That's it's a decent size. That's what I plan to do with this one. Yeah, yeah it's a good thing. size. I, like so, it. I do like it with the Mandalorian. I mean, I don't know if you can see this in the video, but it, so I have a tattoo across my arm. I just have a band around my arm. And when I hold the gun in my hand, the Mandalorian thing lines up with my tattoo. And I was like, wow, that's really cool. It was meant to be. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> now these toys, these toys are way too much fun. Um, yeah, that was, that was just the – I'm still kind of coming down off the holiday rush. Uh, I've gotten a, you know, a couple more toys that I'd ordered trickling in off eBay and things. I had ordered uh, – I ordered some custom heads. Um, there's a guy, I've seen him on Imperial Shipyards. I, I believe he goes by Clonehead. Um, and he has an eBay shop and he sells little resin molds of uh, heads of mostly clone troopers uh, and fets uh, and those type guys. But I needed a couple of uh, TIE Fighter helmets because I bought some comic packs that have 
they had the TIE Fighters, and one of them's like Biggs Darklighter, but it has an open-faced TIE Fighter helmet, um, yeah, which yeah, just yeah. looks really lame to me. Um, I don't want to see the TIE Fighter's face. I like the closed helmet, and so I bought a couple of... Uh, he had cast some uh, molds of... Uh, TIE Fighter helmets, and so I ordered a couple of those. Unfortunately, they're a little bit small, so I need to do some head swaps to put a head on that TIE Fighter pilot that the helmet will fit on. Uh, but I'll get it to work, uh, and I have to paint them, so I'm kind of excited about that. Um, I'll, uh, I'll post a link to his shop on eBay and some of his videos on YouTube. Uh, he's pretty cool. He shows the process of how he makes them and stuff. It's pretty interesting, uh, especially awesome. if you're into customizing. Um, I also picked up uh, I've been wanting to order from these guys for a while now. They call themselves, uh, their website is MarauderInc.com, and uh, and they're the Marauder Gunrunners, and they, they make all these little plastic uh, weapons, and... Uh, weapons and accessories and things, sure. and mostly for the G.I. Joe community um, and that type of thing, but everything's the... Is it 118th scale? Is that what our three and three-quarter inch figures are at? Uh, I think so, yeah. I think you're right, yeah. Okay, Um and these, yeah, here it is, one eighteenth scale. And they do, you know, it's mostly little gun, machine guns and things. But I mean, all their guns are cool because they have little clips that go into them and scopes that clip onto them and mm. handles, silencers, and and so what I ordered was I got a ladder and it's a, it's one of those nice extending ladders that has little feet at the bottom that move. Um, it looks really cool. And then it has, uh, I also ordered three or four barrels just to kind of put in the background of a hanger. And I got a table. And I got a couple of folding chairs, and then I ordered a couple of guns. And unfortunately, the guns are a little out of scale for the Legacy mm. Act figures. I haven't tried them on a clone trooper. They might fit better for them. Uh, they're a little big. Uh, the detail on them is amazing. Like the, I was telling you earlier, the Stormtrooper rifle has the stock that actually flips around so that you can use or, uh, as, mm. as a, like a, a rifle. Um, and, uh, I mean, the detail on these guns is really cool. Uh and uh, so I, I'm looking forward to ordering some more uh, props from these guys, the chairs, and they have little laptop computers and briefcases. And uh, I think some some neat accessories for, for uh, uh, dioramas. Yeah, correct. So, yeah. Uh, I don't know. What kind of toys have you been getting recently? Well, the biggest, as we were talking about just before, a um, couple of things I spoiled again, just stuff still arriving after post and whatnot, but uh, uh, the Rancor. I never picked up a Rancor. It wasn't available here. The only one we managed to get on these shores was the Force Unleashed Blue Rancor, which was cool, but it never it's really... Yeah. yeah, it's the one you've got. Um, it was a great-looking figure, but it was really expensive, and yeah, 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 and, and time went on. And I, I can't remember one of our conversations or someone shared the... We certainly talked about it in the last podcast, yakface.com posted... Uh, images of uh, in fact it was someone on youtube uh, had filmed it and sent me the video and uh, uh they had um they had this really dark brown rancor and i'd never seen this version before and apparently there's two versions one is a very dark brown leathery very movie realistic the other one is a tan color um very light and really not as good looking and um Long story short, as soon as I saw those images and those photographs, I just thought, I've got to get me one of these things. And um, a, fr- <laughs> a friend and I said the same. We both saw the images and we thought, man, we've got it. Why did we miss this thing? So we managed to ship these things, can you believe it, all the way from Blumen, Belgium. Um, so uh, this is the the, uh, the issues of living. Is from Belgium in- to you there in Australia? Yes. Um, surprisingly, okay. not that bad. But um, I can't remember much of what he paid. I gave him some money and said, oh, look, there you go. Just get it. But um <laughs> the, it was surprisingly not that expensive, and they are just one of the coolest uh, creatures I've ever seen in Star Wars. If you haven't seen it, um, have a look. We posted it up in the previous podcast show notes. Um, just beautiful. And at the moment, I've got them in my 
shelf and he's uh, numbing the hell out of a, a gamma ray guard's head. So, uh, well, that's what they're supposed to do. That's the look that he's just having some break. <laughs> so, um, great looking thing. Um, what else did I get? Oh, the other one was a Jewbag. I'm really catching up. I mean, this is some really old stuff, but uh, again, this was not available in, on these shores was the Jewbag. And as you and I were talking about this earlier on, it's still sending your shells for 40 bucks. Yeah, they've marked it down from $50 to $40. And it's just, I mean, it's a, it's a cool figure. I would love to have one, um, oh. but I'm not, I'm not going to pay that much for it. It's just, you know, it's a big beast and a uh, uh, one stormtrooper. Um, you know, maybe if it came with four or five stormtroopers and a do back, you know, I might be more tempted to pay that much for it. Yeah. Um, and everybody's been saying it. I, mean, I was listening to Star Wars Action News complaining about it. They, it's kind of a running joke for them. That's They're true. like, oh, yeah. And there was a do-back at Walmart today. <laughs> I'm like, yeah. you know. I, I have two of the Power of the Force do-backs, and they're a little smaller. And, you know, and they work great for me, I know. Unless I get somebody hands me one of these new ones, I'm not really going out of my way to get one. How did the Power of the Force ones work with figures? Did the, the legs go inside still, or the... You know, they had uh, that. They came with they came with one of the first knee articulated figures I had ever seen. That's right. Um, And it was a it was a stormtrooper. He didn't stand up on his own very good. He might have been the second one because they did have the articulated scout scout trooper on the speeder bike. That's right. Um, But uh, yeah, he sat on there. He sat pretty well. Um, And then uh, now that they have, uh, I do want to pick up another one of the stormtroopers on the vintage card because they have the ball jointed hips, which is the same one that came with your do back. Um, yes, they just that uh, on the vintage card. Um, I want to pick up another one of those because those guys sit on them pretty well. Yep. But uh, yeah, I think you're right. The Power of the Force 2 one was actually, it's not that bad as a Jewback. I think it's quite cool. But um, look, this was 20 bucks on eBay and, uh, and about 15 to ship. So it was a bargain for me. And by the sounds of it, cheaper than buying it in stores. Did so, you get the Stormtrooper 2? Stormtrooper completely boxed, so oh, cool. um, yeah, it was a rare bargain for me. And again, we didn't get it here, so so yeah, I really I kind of appreciate the work that Hasbro have gone into these two creatures more. And again, I'd never really seen them, never really looked at them, but um, it's things like this. And I know we get maybe this is why we get a lot of repacks. You know, we were obviously bitching a little bit earlier on about this uh, mm-hmm. wave, the wave five of you know big head hand with basically you know with without the correct sleeves and so forth maybe we've just got to go through that and put up with it to get these creatures and this kind of stuff but uh, it's worth it definitely worth it i'd do it and he's got the cool wrist shackles and things on doesn't he everything um it's just you know articulated neck and claws and uh all the limbs move and that the uh kind of a saddle comes off and so forth but it just it looks it's one of those things i think as a kid mm-hmm. uh, probably you were like me you only saw this tiny tiny glimpse of the Jewback in maybe either a still photograph or for one split second in a new hope uh, and then you never really saw it anywhere else because there was no outlet for video there was no youtube yeah um I, none you of my friends ever had thing. one none of my friends ever had one i remember seeing it on the back of the pictures for a little bit and then I think it was a few years ago when I was getting back into collecting that I started looking around the internet and I saw a picture of one and I was like, oh yeah, I forgot about that. <laughs> like you said, I only saw it on like a card back or something as like another That's piece right. I could buy, but I never saw That's one. True. I don't remember ever seeing them in the stores when I was a kid, except for the action figures on the pegs, but I, I don't remember ever seeing the vehicles really, but I was pretty young. Well, it's like one of the one of the things that, uh, I think like most people are kind of ages. Yeah, Vince's collection was big for me, and I bought a lot of stuff. And then you're a teenager, you know, you move on, and, and I just gave up on Star Wars pretty much. And um, it was one of the things I'd seen 
in the Power of the Force line. I'd seen some figures and I thought, nah, you know, I'm not really into the whole He-Man look and stuff. And mm-hmm. But it was the Sand Trooper on the card, which really I thought, oh, okay, they're making Sand Troopers. I've got to get back into this figure line. Yeah. And that was one of the things, one of the figures that really got me going. So um, Me too, actually. I bought two of him. I bought Boba Fett when I first saw him. I was like, oh, cool, I'll get a Boba, Boba Fett. Fett. And course, then I, I just, you know, I had him sitting on my desk kind of thing. And then when I, I think it was the Sand Trooper, like you just said, I saw those in the store and I was like, oh, this is cool. Uh, a couple of them. <laughs> I looked out on that first do back though. Cause I went to in the mall near my house uh, when I was, this is 96 or 97. Uh, I went to a comic book shop in the mall and they had a couple of uh, action figures in the back and somebody had marked down the do backs and the Rontos down to $5, just like regular action figures instead of like the 15 That's... or $20 they were supposed to be. And so I bought one right there. I was like, Oh my gosh, I, you know, I have enough. I can buy one. I went home and I borrowed money from my roommate. I was going to go back and buy another one the next day. <laughs> I went back the next day, and uh, they were marked back up to their regular price. And I said, wait, wait, these were yesterday. They were such and such a price. You know, what happened? And uh, it turns out somebody lost their job over that, that some guy had gotten pissed off and marked down a whole bunch of stuff really cheap and got fired. Oh, dear. <laughs> but I, I swear I got one of the do-backs out of that, so I, I lucked out on that. Wow. It's always like, like most people, we always tend to – some of us can pay a lot of money for figures and vehicles and playsets and or you know ships etc. You can pay a lot of money. I mean, we were talking about before. Mm-hmm. We still have stores here that are just high. I think on something if they think people are going to pay two hundred and twenty nine dollars for a big attack. I mean, it's just it's crazy money that uh, uh, they think yeah. families can part with that money, and that's equivalent to U.S. dollars. Um, and you guys have been able to pick them up. I've seen so many posts about Costco for, you know, between 50 and 70 bucks. And Yeah, I mean, I paid 100 bucks you know, for so, mine. I paid pretty much full price. Of which is reasonable. Yeah, which is, yeah, which is reasonable. I mean, it's, you know, it's it's the best toy in my collection. I mean, I love that big ad at Walker. Um, yeah. It's a playset in itself. But, uh, yeah, the price oh, range sure. on these things. And, I mean, people must think that you and I are, you know, rolling in money to talk about all these toys we bought over the holidays but i mean you know some of these were gifts some were gift cards i kind of maxed out the credit card a little bit i'm hoping to sell a couple of items not star wars items but some other items to help pay for this but it's it's a tough habit to keep up with um tell me about yeah that. it's uh yeah it's been look i, I have a, i have a pile like uh my pile of shame that is lying there saying sell me on ebay and it's just all these things i have to sell them because you to keep up with new stuff and and uh I think this is something I tend to do is, um, you know, there's a lot of figures that you buy at the time and then it's really hard to try and get them. Yeah. So I've kind of this habit of I buy them when they kind of come out and um, look, what you don't like after time is, you know, what someone else's treasure. They really want it. And um, uh, loads of people hunt down figures that are kind of rare and yeah, half the stuff I buy is on eBay yeah. and um, through our beloved sponsors, you know, because you, you can't find these things anywhere else. They're really hard to get. Yeah. I mean, I've been stocking up recently. Um, on you know some of the old Jabba's palace guards. Now that I've got the Jabba, I'm trying to flesh out that scene. Um, and I was able to get uh, a couple of them. Uh, another thing I'm working on now is getting some cantina pieces. Um, yeah, like you said, I'm just going, going back and buying the stuff that, mm. that, that wasn't that I that was came out when I wasn't buying um, in the early 2000s. Yeah. And these these bar pieces are great. I've got three of them now. I've got two corners and a, round, a flat piece with like six bar stools. You know, I mean, right now I have all of the, I have Rogue Squadron, just got back from a mission, and they're all having a toast at the bar afterwards. <laughs> and, uh, yeah, it's a cool scene. Uh, you know, I, I'd like to pick up, I'd like to pick up six more of the straight pieces so I can have like a full-size cantina bar. But, you know, we'll, we'll wow, see. That's yeah, big. no, I know. it's And it's going to be bigger than I thought it was, but 
whatever, you know. <laughs> exactly. exactly. Well, now the same as you. The, the, recently, the um, just getting some new shelves in here. I, I had really very little room, and getting these bigger shelves just opens up to diorama. So, for example, one is near a, a Rancor cave because nice. I have the room, <laughs> and it's just you know I just used the background from the the card, which is not you know super accurate, but it's fine. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And um, yeah, you can make these little places and dioramas. But here's uh, a cool tip. I really wish Hasbro would. Yeah, here's more. a cool tip yep. that might work good for you. Um, go down. I don't know what your equivalent is down there. I mean, they're probably worldwide. Um, Home Depot kind of a place. Um, sure, sure. Um, and go and check out their floor tiling samples. Um, and you can usually pay pretty cheap, and you might be able to take and like glue a tile along the back or even along the bottom, and it would give you a nice like nice. cavernous sort of feel. And then even throw in a handful of gravel or something like that. Um, my wife was making uh, oxtail stew for a little while before I went up to Hoth uh, a few months back. And in oxtails, you get these little tiny vertebrae. Um, and I saw her pulling those out of the stew, and oh, she made fantastic. it. And I was like, oh my gosh, you know, can you save me a couple of those? So she. <laughs> She ran them through the dishwasher when they were done. Because when she makes the stew, they, all the meat and everything comes off them. They're really clean. Uh, but she ran them through the dishwasher, and they've been sitting in the windowsill. Well, it turns out she had made a, quite a bit of stew while I was gone in Hoth and had saved all of them for me. And so when I came home, there is, there's almost like a full spine all along the windowsill of all these little vertebrae drying out for me uh, for my Rancor. Um, but my, they're a little big because uh, some of them were bigger than the first ones I had seen. But my brother pointed out, he said, bleach those things out, make them as white as you can. And he says, make a crate dragon skeleton laying over a dune in the. On oh, fantastic. So I, hopefully at some day I'll get these bleached out and I'll build a sand pile and lay them <laughs> as three people walk by or something. That's so cool. Talk, talk about versatility and reusing stuff. Oh, my God. Oh, it's, it's um, ridiculous the amount of found objects I have. Uh, I think this, I, it's, it's one of the – sorry, you go. Oh, I was going to say I stole – I was at a friend's house last night for dinner, and they had finished off a thing of berries and those little green baskets that you get berries in. Those things were great as guardrails for, uh, like, balconies and things like that, like little railings on the edges, like if you yeah. cut them up. Uh, and so as I'm leaving, I'm like, are you guys going to throw this away? Can I keep this? And they're like, it's for the toys, right? And I was like, yeah, it's for the toys. They're like, yeah, go ahead. Oh, well. Yeah, I know. You get these strange looks from people sometimes, but um... – you you certainly know how to do this kind of customization stuff and dioramas and and have the patience for it. Yet again, I've bored people with this. I've said it so many times, but you um, when we first met, one of the things you showed me was your uh, uh, shield generator from uh, Hoth. And it's mm-hmm. just when you told me you made it of paper plates, I was just like, what? <laughs> you me? And it's it just looks so good. And I never it, realized. It really does. That was inspired by, by nyubnyub.com again. He had used paper plates for his Hoth diorama at, at uh, C4 or C5 this last August. And uh, I saw pictures of it, but he hadn't put the plans up yet. The plans are up now, but I just – I saw his pictures and went, oh, I can make that. And so I just made up my own. <laughs> and uh, they don't look quite like his, and they're they're not quite to scale. But, I mean, I'm looking at the diorama right now where all the guys are huddled around it, and it's – it looks great, you know. Mm. I'm hoping one of these days to push the couch out of the way and cover the floor with a big white sheet and set that up on one side, my Adat Walker on the other one. Mm. You know, a little sound effect. I think it's one of the things we seem to be migrating towards to, in some ways, with figures. Everything's getting much more movie accurate. I mean, that Gamma Rian Guard, we've talked about it, but it's just, mm-hmm. it's from the movie. It's a little dude from the movie. Um, yeah, yeah. You know, when you're getting all these axes and even the detail and a figure review I did in the last week and it had a little tiny little bantha skull on the uh on the kind of holster part of it. Um yeah. 
so so Hasbro, I'm sure, hopefully with these things like the BMF, if they are selling well, uh, and if we get things like sand crawlers and stuff, these are, as you say, they are playsets. They're vehicles, yeah. but they have that playset capability to them. I mean, it's... Uh, yeah, I mean that Adat Walker is so big. I mean it's lightweight. It's it doesn't really weigh much more than mm. the older one does, but and so it's easy to move around. But you don't really have to. I mean it's like you put it there and you open up the doors and you got guys moving For around sure. inside and ropes that come up and down and sound effects. I mean it it doesn't have to move around. <laughs> no, uh, it's it's one of the things that'll keep me coming back to figures and uh, uh, and Hasbro if they they do release accessories and stuff. And I know they said there's a bit of a problem with the vintage collection with the bubble. They can't do too much with it but uh it's it's definitely one of the things that keeps me buying a figure i mean i've seen myself buy a figure for some of the accessories never mind the actual figure i'll customize or do something else with it so um yeah i hope they do more because it's uh it's part of the addiction of seeing these little cool pieces to to make your movie scenes and do your bits and pieces so some good figures for that though these days, and and you picked one up. I've got it here ready to mail to you. Is that uh, that Snake Eyes from the GI Joe collection, mm. and that that new GI Joe collection that's out right now? They're in stores. They submit Target all the time. Um, they come with a lot of accessories. Like you get some guys that come with uh, little pieces of barbed wire and a little laptop computer and a couple other things. And uh, and some of these figures, I mean, they're the GI Joes are a little bit taller than Star Wars, but you know, you get some of them, and they might work as a good little you know an Endor trooper kind of in the background or whatnot of the scene. But at the same time, for five bucks, you got a guy that sits in the background, and you got a cool little laptop and a couple other little accessories you can mm. play with. Um, and one that I've been picking up whenever I can uh, are the Star Trek action figures from uh, the movie that came out a couple of years ago. Yeah. Uh, um, they have the figures are horrible. They're absolutely they horrible. are. They're really god awful. Um, but they all come with. Uh, a little computer console and a little chair that all goes together to form the bridge of the Enterprise. Ooh. But these chairs are same scale as Star Wars figures. They the figures sit in them perfectly. Um, I did cut holsters off of a couple of my figures so they could sit back down better. Um, but uh, and the little computer consoles. The computer consoles are kind of cool because they look like they're from uh, Admiral Ackbar's ship, the Home One or whatever yeah. I believe it's called. Yeah, yeah. Um, and. Scar Viper, uh, my friend on Flickr who takes some great shots, he has a shot with a couple of these little computer consoles because they're white um, and just a white background and Admiral Akbar and a couple other guys standing there and it looks like a shot from the sla- or Home One. Excellent. I keep wanting to say Slave One. <laughs> There's lots of ones. Put it that way. Yes. <laughs> well, I love that stuff. I love exploring it and playing around with it and getting to... Um, even Hasbro these days on the on the back of the uh, Rancor, as I said, the, the package is not great, but it's, it's a pretty decent kind of... Uh, background mm-hmm. the Jewback again comes with an awesome kind of background um mm-hmm. one that i bought in the clone wars a mandalorian with a speeder maybe about six seven months ago and that's got a mm-hmm. beautiful scene from the clone wars and i'd love to um it's you inspired me again we've again we've talked about this but just to go back over it, you had done a great video one of which videos on his youtube channel is the uh, scene one of the scenes you've done for star wars uncut and mm-hmm. when i saw you doing that death star escape I had to go and get that pair of the Force Death Star Trench, the, Death Star <laughs> yeah. trench, the uh, detention center, and hunted around and made a little, uh, you know, the kind of hexagon shape of, of the back of the uh, of that yeah, kind of prison way. cell. And it's just one of the coolest playsets and pieces. So, um, yeah, I need to get more of those kind of backgrounds and stuff. I don't know whether – I've seen a few in the past that fans have done, but I'm, I'm kind of mm-hmm. hunting for movie quality backgrounds and diorama stuff. But uh, – yeah, do you find wish, much of them, or 
Um, I have to hunt around. You can sometimes find them. Like I'll do, I'll, I'll usually start with a Google image search and Google has the nice thing on the left-hand side. You can see, search for what size images you want. So I'll just click the large yeah. one and, uh, and you can typically find like some matte paintings that people have found and uploaded or scanned or something. And you can find some pretty good sized ones that'll print out nicely. Um, and I wish, I wish, I, I wish I still had my job with Clorox because I had access to all of their printers. Um, <laughs> And I never took advantage. I did take advantage of it a little bit. I printed out some backgrounds. Um, uh, Nubnub.com has some pretty good ones. Okay. Um, uh, I've got a bunch of those for Death Star backgrounds. Um, but yeah, I'll just I'll do some searches and I'll print them out. Um, uh, that type of thing. I'll glue them down on foam board. Uh, I actually I have a surprise for you. It's in the box. It's getting mailed. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, that's about all I'm going to tell you about that. <laughs> um, but yeah, you're right. These doxes from the dioramas, and they are making more of an effort for that. I mean, I picked up, I forgot to mention this when we were saying toys. I had, I had stopped by Ross the other day, and they had the battle pack with the from the, the show Rookies, the episode of Rookies yeah, from Clone yeah. Wars, and mm-hmm. had the three commando droids and the one clone trooper. Yep. And I was like, I was like, it's ten bucks for four figures. Like, I can't, I, I can't not buy this. And so I bought it. I mean, the, and the Mando droids are great. I mean, they're really articulated. Yep. Um, you know, and I've got another generic clone trooper. Um, you know, yeah, he's the Clone Wars style, and he doesn't quite look like the other clones I have. But, like I said, you stick him in the background, or you know, you make him the dead clone on the battlefield or something. Yep. Pile some rubble on him. Nobody knows the difference. Uh, but yeah, you know it. But the background from that, that's what I was getting at, sorry. Uh, the background from that has, you know, it looks like the hangar and there's a couple of boxes. Yep. And, you know, I saved that. I just stuck it over on the table and I put some TIE fighter pilots standing there like they're standing around in the hangar talking or something. You know, it's just, it, it's an easy prop. Yeah. I love the justification you have there because I have exactly the same as, I can't not buy it. It's only $10. Yeah. <laughs> you know. <laughs> you get figures in a helmet for $10. Come on. <laughs> I stand there in, in malls and shops and my poor wife, she just looks at me and I'm like, Babe, I, I can't not buy it, man. It's like, you know, 20 bucks. I've got to buy it. And she's like, you don't have to buy it. You have a choice. And I'm like, no, you don't understand. I have no choice but to buy this. So, uh, yes. We have this weird justification when you buy Star Wars figures. I love listening in the past. Certainly, it used to be a lot better. I think he's calmed his habit down. Uh, Marjorie and Arnie on Star Wars Action News. And, oh, they used to crack me up. How Arnie used to get into this weird kind of like, you know, you just you would freak out if you didn't have like four of them or something, and uh-huh. and Marjorie's just sitting there going, "Oh my god, I'm married to this guy. What's wrong with you? You have a disease." And um, you can hear her eyes roll when he says, "I know, like I that. know, <laughs> it's hilarious." Genius. But I mean, that, but they're they're a fun couple. I mean, I, I love their podcast just because it's the two of them. I mean, it's husband and wife, exactly. and they're you know she's in it in some level, but at the same time she's kind of there to like as sort of the comedic relief to keep him in check, sort of. And, <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> I, I enjoy their show quite a bit. Exactly. Cool. Well, toy-wise, what else? I don't think um, we've covered your battle pack and all your little goodies uh, that you got. Did you get – you got a couple of figures from our illustrious um, one. Yeah, nothing too exciting. I'd gotten a couple comic packs. Um, they were mostly – uh, It was the say? Biggs one. Wasn't it Biggs Dark Lights or something? Or No, not the Biggs. It was, um, it was Wedge and Borsk Fela, whatever his name is. Oh, okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, who's sort of the? I don't, he was a real asshole in the books. I hate him. He was a real politician in the New Republic, <laughs> not New Republic. The I can't remember what it's called now. You know, the after Return of the Jedi and the Emperor's gone and all that, and the Rebels formed the New Alliance. Or dang it, I'm gonna I'm gonna remember since we stopped. But anyway, it's from that era, 
and uh, one is a comic back, and it's from the Rogue Squadron comic series. It had Wedge and ceremonial gear, and it had Borsk Frylock. But he's the first. Um, he's a Bothan. He's the first Bothan action figure that I've ever seen. Um, and so I wanted to pick him up. Plus it came with wedge. I've never had a wedge action figure before. So I'm really excited about that. Um, and the head does pop off and I put it onto a generic rebel pilot. Um, and so now I have a wedge with, you know, rebel pilot gear, which I'm kind of disappointed. Mm. I thought he was supposed to come out in wave three or something like that, but he's still not out yet. Yeah. I'm he was. Yeah. That one. Uh, uh well, he's a kind of uh, he's a bit of a kit bash job again. He's a really he old. Um, yeah, not I mean, that he old, is, but at the same time, yeah, I, but I mean, as somebody we've... who's read all of the X Wing uh, books, and uh, and I, I he's yeah, one yeah, of my sure, favorite characters sure. of all time. Uh, he's the luckiest son of a bitch in the galaxy. Is all I got to say. Uh, that guy should have <laughs> died many times, but uh, uh, he's a hero to the New Republic. And no, it's not the New Republic. Whatever. The good guys. Um, <laughs> Yeah, and the other comic pack I got was uh, Hobby Cliven or something. He's another Rogue Squadron pilot, and then it came with Baron Fell. He's um, cool. Who's a, he was, yeah, he's the TIE Fighter pilot who was the head of the 181st TIE Fighter wow. Squadron, I think. They they fly these TIE Interceptors with these red stripes That's down the wing. Um, yeah, and those those two figures, I've got to say, I'm not too happy with. Um, the hobby is that like generic rebel mm. pilot figure that they use for years and years with just like the knees bend and then the arms kind of swivel and they they don't they don't actually even fit in the new X-wing pilots because their arms don't go in tight enough. They can't get those parts in the cockpit. But at the same time, like I said, it, it works good as a background figure. Like now, I have another orange suit to put into a hangar scene now. Um, and the Baron Fell one, he's kind of cool. His articulation is pretty good. He's a little muscular. He kind of looks does. like the end of the power. He does, yeah. His shoulders cool. are really big, and his legs are kind of muscular. It's not the best sculpt, but at the same time, I think it's five years old at this point. Yeah. Um, you know, this was another one that I'd kind of gone back to get. Um, you know, and it's cool. I, I love the comic backs. You know, it's kind of cool to pick up a comic book and read it again because I don't do that that often yeah. anymore. The um... I got a, f- a few that I, I, we never mentioned, but very briefly, the we'd kind of been so obsessed with this Wave Four, this vintage, because it was just everywhere and arrived here, and then still mm-hmm. mopping up after Vintage Wave Three. But the Clone Wars stuff, I finally managed to to review and get back on this week, and they really are some awesome figures. I don't know whether you picked them up. The Zombie Geonosian Embo and Kato Parasiti was three real highlights for me. I don't know if you. Uh, no, did you, I didn't. Embo is uh, Embo and Kato Barra City, if that's the right way to pronounce it, are some of the coolest figures I've seen in the Clone Wars. Um, it, it, the detail on both of them—it's not Arabesh. It's well, one of them is on Kato, uh, but on Embo, there's some fine markings and details on his kind of skirt camel thing that he has. And uh, mm-hmm. man, Hasbro—they really are two of the the best figures I think Hasbro have done in terms of just sculpt and design. I mean, they're completely unique. Um, the weapons and the chrome and the paint job on them is um, real highlights. If you haven't seen them, people have been raving about that Embo figure. I mean, yeah, I hear yeah, it yeah. all the time on the Force Cast. They were talking about it, um, and I guess the Embo was voiced by Dave Filoni. Uh, That's right, he said. I didn't, yeah, I didn't yeah. know about that. Yeah, so he was talking about that. So he's he's kind of laughing. He's like, oh, there's an action figure that I did, sort of. Like, exactly. But the, those two are just stunning. If you uh, if anyone out there has uh, reservations, um. Have a look at some images or videos or whatever. Just, but uh, uh, they're really pretty cool. Definite kind of uh, stars in my collection. Um, and the one which I wasn't so keen on at first, but I'm actually really grown on me now is the Zombie Geonosian. 
Um, mm-hmm. He's just got such a mad look on his face, and he, he's just articulated everywhere. But uh, yeah, I'm really. I, I had this conversation on our Facebook page, I think, with a couple of people. Um, Joe Passmore and a few others on the page were saying that uh, how much the Clone Wars is really kind of rocking their world right now, as opposed to vintage. Um, Mm-hmm. And I just wonder, I'm really interested how much, uh, I'd love to see Hasbro talk a bit more about what's becoming more popular. Or, I think yeah. vintage still is, but um, I, I'm really, I think a lot of these Clone Wars figures are just flying off the shelf. Yeah, uh, I'd be curious to see some of the numbers and see which lines are moving quicker. Yeah. Those type of things. Um, actually, that kind of leads me into, uh, I had heard a rumor, and I can't remember where I heard this now, but some I thought I heard somebody mention that they were going to do Clone Wars figures in the legacy style, like give them a more realistic look and feel. Wow. Um, and I almost wonder if they would do that the opposite, too. I mean, I know I know my nephew would go nuts for a Luke Skywalker done in the, the Clone Wars In the Wars Clone Wars style, yeah. Yeah, and I mean, I, I know some people would, like, scream blasphemy at that type of behavior, you know. You can't do Han Solo in the Clone Wars style, but, I mean, I, I don't know. I think it'd be kind of fun. I'd buy that action figure. Well, he's saying, I mean, Dave Filoni had said in that interview that uh, we're going to see at least two characters, I think, by the end of season, at least one anyway, he confirmed. But I'm sure there was two he talked about that we would see at the end of this season three. So, I mean, that could be anybody. It could be a young Chewie, well, you know, young Han... Because they said that they said who it's going to be. The voice actors are anyway. The voice actors are a couple of people from The Force Unleashed. Um, Sam Witwer and uh, yeah, 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 that's right. Yeah. And then when he played Morris Brood, but yeah, they didn't mention what characters they were going to play. Did he? No, but I mean these guys are so versatile. I mean, they, I still can't yeah. believe the guy who does uh, Count Dooku is also Cad Bane. Is also hmm. oh my brain just froze up. Um, I can't remember. One of the incredibly good baddies on the show, and uh, he does all the voices, and he's so versatile. It's um, he probably yeah. is a, a real star in the voice acting world, but um, yeah, these guys are pretty versatile. They're they're pretty cool. Mm-hmm. But uh, yeah, looking forward to more Clone Wars as it hots up and figures. Whoopee! Yeah, <laughs> I should say. Um, I never noticed that line for years from the Phantom Menace until uh, people started coming out with it and quoting and saying, "Oh, it ruined the film for me." And I thought, "What the?" But I probably oh, I didn't it, pay too much attention to that movie. So <laughs> it got me. I I was just like, "Really?" <laughs> <laughs> never mind. Uh, well, I think have you get any more toys, news, things. Uh, no more toys things. There were there were a couple of things that I found this week that I that I wanted to kind of throw out for people's attention. I'll definitely put these in the show notes. Um, and these are um, a couple of YouTube videos that I had found. Uh, people I've followed in the past, and I just kind of want to give a shout out to. Uh, the first one is uh, it's a father son team, uh, and they they go by Towntronics, uh, and it's the Towntronics channel on YouTube. And uh, like I said, I'll post a link in there. But they do. Uh, uh, trying to look where they're at. They're here in the U.S. Um, but anyway, it's father and son team, and you know, dad ra- was raised on Star Wars like you and I were, and uh, he's getting his son into it now. And they do these stop motion videos, um, and they also do. Uh, um, he also likes to build his own sets. He's got some great sets they built on Tatooine, and he built his own sand crawler. Uh, and he actually did a tutorial video on how how they built the sand crawler and it's a little rough i mean like you know and i'm super picky i'm not putting his sand crawler down at all i'm super picky but like my standards i'd want it to be a little more i guess and uh, but at the same time with his plans you could very easily go more detailed if you want to but it's a great base for that um 
and he does there's a series right now he's doing called new republic old empire and it's a three or four part series takes place on tatooine after return of the jedi it's a great little story him and his son wrote and have animated um so yeah i'll post links to that you guys should definitely check that out uh the next guy i wanted to mention here is uh he goes by jedi master ronin on youtube and he just finished a series called uh operation verax 3 and wow. I don't really. Oh no, this takes place during the Clone Wars because it's got clones in it, and they're running away from the Republic. And it takes it's following a bunch of bounty hunters that end up doing a deal for the Separatists and get double crossed and all kinds of stuff. And it's a couple of like nine minute long videos, and it's it's awesome. I mean, it's not super stop motion. I mean, it's not every single thing is animated. There's a lot of like very static scenes with just dialogue, mm. but the story is great. The the voices and sound effects are really good. The special effects are really good. Um, he even does a video on how to do some special effects with this program, like gunfire and explosions and things. Um, so I was going to look into that. Uh, but one thing I really love are his sets. And for his backgrounds, I would, at first I was like, wait, that's, that's a piece of an oven in the background. That's like an oven grate or something. <laughs> and, uh, and, and it works really well. And half of his sets, the backgrounds, like the walls of these buildings and stuff, are old VCR tapes, just the back of them. Um, and, uh, they're fabulous. I mean, I just, I love this, that his, uh, use pops. Um, and like I said, the story is really good. The voices, everything's, it's put together really, really well as Jedi master Ronan. Uh, I'll post a link to his stuff. Um, and the last one I mentioned here, want to mention is, uh, and this is, this is badass. this video. Um, it's called three minutes and it's, uh, it's produced by, uh, a whole handful of people, but uh, it's a guy who I've looked up to for quite a while now. His name is Ross Ching, and he's down in the Southern California area, and he's a video editor, and he does a lot of time-lapse stuff, um, some really, really gorgeous stuff, and he does some stop-motion things in the past. But what this is, is it's uh, the title of it, like I said, it's called Three Minutes, um, and it's you don't really know what it is. It's suddenly like it's it's in this warehouse and these two guys are talking, and the guy hands him a lightsaber. It's like, you have three minutes, and this guy or hands him a gun. And it's a, mm. and so this guy like takes off out of his warehouse and starts chasing after this guy and it it's this it's in this junkyard or something like that. These two guys are chasing each other around and then it turns into this really epic lightsaber battle. Um and that's the guy again it's three minutes by Ross Ching. You can find it at RossChing.com. Um but I'll I'll post a link in the show notes again. Um quality Star Wars stuff out there. I mean that's- Absolutely, and there's yeah. tons of it. There really is tons. Talking of which, um, uh, it, well, actually, that video reminds me of um, there's a guy on YouTube. You've probably seen it, known Star Wars, but he he does a, a Call of Duty World at War video oh, wow. shot in real life. No, I didn't see that. One. No, I saw that? Half Life no? one yesterday, uh, but I didn't see the Call of Duty one. But it's that kind of um, the quality on YouTube that people are doing is um, yeah, oh, it's mind blowing. It's the dedication and the hard work that goes into these things. And I think we forget about that. You know, movies take a year and a half, two years in some cases, mm-hmm. special effects and sound. And and there's people nowadays doing stuff with shorts on YouTube that were just, uh, they're pretty mind-blowing. They really are. But um, Did you see, are you, are you a fan of Lost? Did you watch oh, Lost? Oh, huge Lost fan, yeah. Okay, so you know you know the guy on YouTube. His name is Apprentice A, and he does uh, he did that Star Wars acapella thing where it's four of yeah, him, yeah. Uh-huh. and he did all of the John Williams tribute. He did a fan a lost fan film. Uh, it came out this last week or so. Um, I'll throw this in the show notes as well. It looks like a shot out of Lost. I mean, it's <laughs> it, 
it's like a missing scene or something out of Lost. It's like you said, the production quality on on the stuff these days coming out is so good. Um, and he's hooked up with some good people. I mean, I've seen he's done some lightsaber stuff in the past, and yep. you know he's got some people that know what they're doing helping him out. And uh, yeah, it, it, he's a big Star Wars guy. I mean, he's done a lot of Star Wars stuff for the community. And uh, uh, to find out that he's also a Lost fan was kind of cool too, because sounds like you are as well, and I am. Yeah. Even though, I the think there's a, we're digressing a little bit, but the, there's a fan out there, I believe, who has spliced the entire uh, Lost uh, episodes, or is halfway through it or something at some point. I'm not, I'm not up on it enough, but rather than have flashbacks, they're, they're doing Lost in, a, the, the, in the right continuity, so you're getting all the old footage. I don't know how that's going to work, quite frankly. But, you're uh, editing it all together that editing way? editing the whole oh, no. entire <laughs> series. <laughs> I've only seen a trailer, and I've told they're working on it, but um, that's just a mammoth amount of video and audio to chop and splice. And wow, oh, yeah, I can't even so... keep track and watch Inception. I couldn't imagine trying to go back <laughs> and cut it up. I know. So wow. But talking about good people and good videos and and uh, related people, um, we you and I are probably going to be appearing on uh, another fellow podcast that's out there in the Star Wars world, um, and they give us a little shout out. So it's only fair we give a little shout back to them. Um, Hoth Ice Planet, or otherwise known as the Sarlacc Pit Podcast, um, you can find these guys on GalacticBinder.com. They have a, a podcast. Uh, the latest episode is number seventeen. That's up there, and um, it's very cool. So. Yeah. Um, and Galactic Binder, be- if anybody out there hasn't hmm. checked it out yet, I would uh, I would definitely check it out. They they label themselves as the biggest directory of uh, Star Wars related sites out there, like That's right. thousands and thousands of sites. And you can just go through, um, you and I are both listed on there. Um, uh, yeah. Um, so yeah, I'm, I'm looking forward to that. I think it'd be fun. I listened to a couple of their yeah, shows and I think it'd be kind of fun to be part of their little round table and definitely talking about Star Wars. I think we're going to be talking about Star Wars. Yes. Funnily yeah. enough. Um, <laughs> So we'll post that when that comes up in the next uh, uh, couple of weeks. We'll post a link to that too, so you'll get a double dose. Um, but yeah, any more toys, things, happenings, shout-outs you want to give out? Um, I'd like to give a, a shout-out to, uh, to t-shirtbordello.com. They've got some pretty funny Star Wars shirts. Uh, they just posted one the other day called uh, uh, The Sons of Anakin. And uh, it's a it's a very cool little Darth Vader shirt. Uh, but I, I wanted to thank them. He had uh, he had sent me a free shirt a while ago, uh, an Admiral Akbar serial T-shirt, which is pretty funny. Uh, but yeah, people should check them out. Uh, good quality T-shirts, affordable prices. Um, yeah, good guys. So yeah, awesome. And uh, like a big thank you from both of us as well to uh, all of you guys who comment and uh, listen uh, and post regularly. Not only mm-hmm. great fun to talk to, it's just really nice to see you guys involved. And so so Nancy and Joe and Jamie and Dean and all you guys who comment and post and all the people, frankly, there's just a, a list the length of my arm. So it's unfair that I'm uh, missing a lot of people. But there's tons of people on Twitter that give you and I such love and adoration and yeah. I'm so yeah, grateful. Yeah. So uh so thank you to all. We are very grateful for all your tweets and Facebook likes and posts yeah, and all that stuff. Yeah, the support we get from so, this. Uh, it, it's a lot of fun. I mean, yes. we say this every week, but, you know, everybody's interaction just makes it, it, oh, it, makes it so nice. much more fun. They're I love so checking good. our page and, oh, there's a new comment I can respond to. Or, yeah. I know. <laughs> They're such a good bunch. They really keep me going. I wish we leave but, comments uh, on there that I could leave a comment as me. You've gotten pretty good at putting your initials at the end of the comments so that people know that that comment comes from you because – 
when you and I are logged into Facebook, we're both boring conversation, conversation anyway. anyway. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. So well, you can you just know. yeah. I know you have to. I think you'd have to log out and log in as no. I, no, because yeah, they log in as me. But oh well, I'm not worried about it. I think people get it. They know. I think they even know when we say something who it's from, so they've they've kind of yeah. get used to us already. <laughs> One of these days, I'll probably get drunk and leave sarcastic comments and say it's from you, and people will think you're a jerk, and I'll laugh, and it'll be fun. Awesome. And <laughs> We're very uh, mature sorry. here at boring conversation, anyway. But uh, definitely, definitely. <laughs> cool. Well, I think that's us. Our yeah, six or seven episodes uh, are uh, finalized, and. Um, Yes, we'll be back. You can find Whit uh, on the web at dbsw.net. That stands for Distracted by Star Wars. Um, you can also find me around other places. If you on YouTube, it's R2 Whitco. Um, yeah, I'm out there. Cool. Uh, and, and yourself? Myself is at uh, flyguy.net, and um, all the links to stuff is there, and of course uh, to our podcast and Facebook page. So. Yes, get out there, leave a comment, let us know what you think, and um, we'll be back for some more slices of podcast fun in the next couple of weeks. So, um, yeah, and uh, check the show notes on this one. At the end of the show, uh, the end of the show notes. I'm not going to go into detail here, but I think we're going to have a contest uh, going on this time. So, check the right. show notes. That's if right. there is, there will be all the details there, and uh, pretty exciting prize, as Steve and I were talking yeah, about earlier. Freebies, people. I'm going to make you folks go yep. to the webpage. Let's check this one out. <laughs> um, yeah. Cool. Uh, Thanks again, everybody. Uh, May the force be with you all, and we'll see you guys. And from me, yippee.